Morning Drive on FM 96.3 and AM 620. WVMT. Welcome back to the Morning Drive, everybody. Kurt and Anthony here on this Friday morning. And uh, joining us now online is Mitch Stern. And uh, Mitch is going to tell us about the big event, the big HamCon event coming up this weekend. Good morning, Mitch. Good morning. How are you doing? We're doing great here. So uh, tell us about the big HamCon event, the who, where, why, how's it, uh, what's the details? Okay, HamCon is the Ham Radio Convention, the Vermont Northern Vermont Ham Radio Convention. It's happening tomorrow, Saturday, starting at 8 a.m. at the Hampton. <laughs> notice, notice the play on words there, the Hampton Convention Center. Very in, good. In Colchester, right off of Exit 16. And we're running all morning from 8 to 1. And what HamCon does, it's a convention for ham radio enthusiasts and, and also electronic hobbyists. Uh, ham radio has been around for uh, well over 100 years since the turn of the century. And people say, well, that's old stuff. You know, nobody does it anymore. I say, well, that's not true. It's still a very, very active hobby. And then the other question people ask is, well, what do we need this for? I have my cell phone. You ever notice when, when the cell phone doesn't work? Well, yesterday was a prime example. I, I said that this morning on the show. I said uh, half of America's cell phones didn't work yesterday. And then all of a sudden, we'll be talking to somebody about shortwave radio. <laughs> that's, that's true. Uh, so we, we don't depend on the network. Uh, we don't even need electrical power from the power company. I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the equipment works off of batteries and stuff. And in fact, that's something that we often do is set up the radios in, in an emergency-type situation where we just have our own power source, whether it be battery or generator. We put up our own wire antennas uh, temporarily, and we're on the air talking to people all over the country, all over the world. It doesn't really stop us. Well, I think a lot of people don't realize, and kind of explain, I don't know how you would easily explain, how different frequencies, particularly the ham radio frequency, is so efficient uh, that it doesn't take a lot of electricity, a lot of power, but travels so far. How does that, I mean, can, well, you, can you give it, a, give the listeners a kind of a, an example? Or? It, it's all in the details, really. We, we have frequencies that are very local, right around town, just like, you know, FM radio. Mm-hmm. And we have shortwave frequencies that go all over the world. And so it's like a toolbox of, of different things that we could use uh, if you pick out the right tool, it generally works really well. So if I want to talk to people locally here, I'm going to use what we call VHF frequencies, which are n- really not that far placed from the FM radios, okay, mm-hmm. or, or even cell phones for that matter. And if I want to talk to uh, my friends across the country or I, I have friends in Europe, uh, I use lower shortwave frequencies for that. Th- those aren't really that good for talking close in. They're better for talking further away. And you couple that with uh, the right antenna for the job, and you get the job done. And a lot of this takes training. Uh, it, you know, you're, you're not born with this knowledge. You have to learn it. And we're just about the only hobby besides uh, people who, who fly airplanes that requires a federal license so that every ham radio operator has to pass a test 
and they're given a license by the FCC. They're given specific call letters. Uh, so, I mean, you guys are WVMT. I'm W1SJ. We all have call letters now that we use, and uh, that's kind of our badge that we are qualified to go on the air and have conversations. And, Mitch, uh, you could probably count me in the group that I would have been mistakenly thinking, like, you know, in the past many years ago, I've been in a house where people were using the ham ham radio, uh, but I would have fallen into the group that would have said, "Well, is that still a thing?" Uh, you know, I would have I, I would have fallen into that, and I would have been surprised to learn that it really is. Yes, that 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 is a, pers- a misconception that people think that uh, you know it's kind of like steam locomotives and whatever. Uh, no, it, it is very useful. Now, yeah, we we all have computers and cell phones, and we use those things. In fact. A lot of us use the cell phones in conjunction with the radio. So one trick that we do, this is what I did last weekend. I was uh, not using my ham station here in Vermont. I was operating someone's station in Massachusetts, but he's got really big, big, big antennas. And uh, we were using this to talk all over the world. So I was remoting in via the computer. So I was like operating his station, but a long wire away from where he is. So we, we have that ability to do that now. Um, I sometimes will go on a trip, and I'll be you know, halfway across the country. I can talk on our local repeater system, which is VHF. It only covers just around here. I can access that through my phone. So we have successfully married the new technology with the old technology. And so there's really nobody we cannot talk to if, if we know how to do it. And so you'll literally have hundreds of ham operators at the convention yes we we draw a few hundred people uh from all over vermont uh we get a we get a lot of people from from over in new york we get people as far away as malone new york and people don't even know where that is right it's way way up in northern new york people come across from new hampshire uh they come from the albany area southern vermont uh so they all come here and uh what we do at the convention is a number of things we, we have a, a number of different forums and, and discussions. So, in other words, we have a forum group, and somebody will speak about different things. We have uh, somebody talking about uh, receivers, you know, the modern receivers, why they work so much better than, than the older ones. I mean, the older ones, you know, they had these old wired things there back in the 1920s uh, that were not that insensitive back then. You know, now it's a lot different. Um, we're going to have uh, people speaking about We have one guy who... Uh, he got himself a news van. You know, when you, when you have a news story and those big trucks come up there and they put those big antennas up and they report the story? Yeah. He took all that stuff out and put ham radio stuff in there <laughs> so he can drive around and operate from anywhere. So we, we're going to have someone who does a discussion on that. Uh, we have a, a number of other different discussions. We, have, we have, actually have a guy who's going to talk about the eclipse coming up uh, in, on April 8th. So what a lot of us are going to do is we're going to actually operate on the air. And an interesting thing that happens during the eclipse is radio conditions change. Right. Because as you know, at nighttime, uh, the WVMT can be heard a lot further than just around here, right? Right. And for about maybe five, ten minutes during the eclipse, that will start to happen. And we, we are part of what's called the Hamsai movement. We will actually produce data that will show what happens when you do this stuff. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do a little watching of it, too, if, it's, if the weather is nice. Uh, we also have a flea market where um, 
people bring uh, their equipment, uh, stuff that they have, uh, uh, parts and things like that, and they'll they'll sell it. You know, the kind of stuff that you really can't buy new anymore. You know, people yep. kind of store these things, and really hey. the. The biggest thing is just people just meeting one another and networking and, hey, I haven't seen you in a few months, that sort of thing. It yep. goes on. Hey, Mitch, can I interrupt for a minute? we got a call coming in for you. Let's okay, go to the sure. phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Yeah, where does the term ham come from? I was good. Good question. I was sitting there thinking the same question. I was like, wait, is that a, is that a too dumb a question for me to ask? But no. Well, that that is lost in antiquity. Uh, it, there's a couple of stories. One is that it comes from the three guys who are operators, Harry, Alvin, and Mike or something. I, I don't know what the names are. And, and uh, they, were, they were big amateur operators, and they did this. Uh, another uh, comes from the fact that um, the British would put H in front of uh, everything. So instead of amateur, they say hamateur, and it was shortened to ham. We don't really know exactly what it is it's one of those things and of course the other one is well we just get on the air and ham it up so i've heard that <laughs> as well uh i try to get away from that term but uh you know amateur was well you guys are a bunch of rank amateurs you know and well the fact is that uh, we're pretty professional <laughs> we well do. you have to be i noticed and then and then you're actually uh so what if somebody's listening and they've never gotten involved um could they just come by and kind of explore and and see for the first time? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that's the whole point of it. Is is uh, you know, I say there's, there's all these people, and then you, know, you ask uh, five hams a question, you're going to get 15 different opinions, of course. So uh, you, you'll get you'll get bombarded with it, just like the internet, right? You, you, you <laughs> you'll get all this information, and certainly you can find out, for instance where to find uh, books and materials to learn about this stuff, uh, where you can learn it online, uh, where you can take a class. Uh, we have, will have at the end of the show, they'll give exams for the actual amateur radio license. Yeah, you do have to do some studying about it for it, but uh, that's something that we have too. So it, it's a good way to kind of just kind of step in there and see what it's about. People will have their radios there. Uh, we'll have... A station on the air, Mitch. Uh, we're, Mitch, we're almost out of time, but we, let's get one more quick call for you. Got another call for you. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, I just wanted to share my experience with ham radio. Uh, I was a radio operator in Vietnam, but when I came back to the United States and stationed Fort Lee, Virginia, I was on a Mars station, which is a military affiliate radio station. And we used to relay calls from Vietnam through these operators to the people in the States here. And uh, every day I got up on the net with ham radio operators up and down the East Coast who were the greatest bunch of guys that you could ever meet. And we'd uh, gab a little bit every day. And it was just, uh, by the way, my call sign was Alpha Alpha 4, Whiskey Charlie Oscar. And... Uh, they're, they're just a great bunch of guys. I listen to them on my scanner all the time, and uh, it's nice to know they're in the background keeping us covered. Thank you. Well, that's good. Uh, yes, we are a great bunch of guys, and uh, then my question would be, why aren't you getting your license and joining us and having a good time maybe, as well? Maybe he will now. That's what I hey, was just thinking. And also, um, what if somebody 
is listening and they can't attend, but they'd like to, can they, can they buy a ticket for less and, and actually watch it online or something? Is there a way to do that? Uh, yes. The, the, our, our website is www.hamcon, H-A-M-C-O-N, C-O-N short for convention. So it's hamcon.org. And uh, there's a little uh, link there where you can buy a ticket online, and um, you then go into the into the website there and go in, and you can watch the forums and watch some of the special events going on. So um, we we set that up. We set that up during COVID, of course, and we've kept it on. We're probably the only uh, organization that does this now. Because some people, they just can't get out of the house. You know, they, they have a medical condition or they're, they're a caretaker. And they can't leave. And we found that that's, that's a very useful thing. And another thing that we're doing, if you want to see a ham radio station, we have a ham radio station set up right at the convention, W1V. And this is kind of interesting. We used to put up big antennas and everything there, but, you know, on the roof of the hotel. And they didn't like that so much. So it's actually uh, linked by a c- computer over to somebody's big station right here in town. And so we could talk to people all over the world from, from a little table and a computer right in the thing. You can hear what ham radio communications sound like. Yeah, Mitch, we, Mitch, I think it's great. We I got, do. we got to let you go, Mitch, but the big Vermont ham radio convention tomorrow, Saturday, starting at 8 at the Hampton Convention Center. Uh, yes, well, we hope to see you there. All right. All right. Thanks a lot, Mitch. And, uh, have have a have a good have a good convention. Um, glad we had a chance to chat okay. with you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Mitch. All right.